Welcome to Equipped. Whether you're a longtime follower of Christ, new to the faith, or just exploring the claims of Christ, we hope these next few minutes will build you up, deepen your faith, and equip you to walk in maturity with Christ. As Christians, we know we should be reading the Bible, and we genuinely want to read God's Word, but oftentimes we just don't know where to start. Or even when we do start, we don't really feel like we're getting anything out of our time in God's Word. You want to kick us off? Yeah, man. Uh, so we're talking about Bible reading. What is your rhythm right now for reading the Bible? Yeah, so this year uh, I've been using the American Bible Society reading plan. Um, so they they structure each month has a different theme, and then there's about a chapter a day um, on that theme. And I've really liked it. It's been different um, as opposed to you know trying to read the whole Bible in a year or doing a chronological or something like that. It's just kind of... Uh, categorizes different parts of the Bible into themes, and um, I, I don't think it's something I'll, I'll do again next year, but I have enjoyed it this year. Awesome. Do you try to pick like a plan every year, or what's your... Yeah, for the most part, I do pick a plan. I'm I'm not good at just uh, jumping from one thing to the next without having a plan, so um, usually, usually some kind of plan, the discipleship journal plan. Um, I like when there's readings out of both the New Testament and the Old Testament each day. But what I liked about this particular plan this year is that the readings were shorter because when the readings are longer, I can easily get into uh, the mindset of just finish the reading instead of actually hearing from God's Word. Yeah, that makes sense. Kind of, Yeah, so I'm actually doing a chronological reading plan this year, and it's the first time I've ever gone through that before. Um, so trying to do like the whole Bible in a year. Um, I've done some other versions of that that actually end up, I think, the is it McShane? Bible yeah, the plan. Robert Murray McShane. Yeah. yeah, so that one actually takes you all the way through the Bible and then some. Yeah. Like you end up circling back uh-huh. to other passages. But I do like that Old Testament, New Testament, and kind of a psalm or a wisdom yeah. word in there. But this year, I've really loved doing the chronological um, I've just never done it before. I signed up for Tara Lee Cobble's Bible Recap um, mm-hmm. through Uversion app and uh, started that January one. Actually, when our church was talking about, hey, pick a plan and 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 stick with yeah. it. And truth be told, like it hasn't been every day, but uh, you know, like I think I've gotten behind like six to ten days at certain points in the year. But it actually has been pretty easy to catch back up, you know, and just. On days where I know I just have less going on, I can kind of listen in on a few more. And like yeah. you said, those days it's like I'm just kind of getting through the reps and, mm-hmm. and reading, and I don't necessarily feel like I'm getting a whole lot. But one of the things I've loved is that she's got this podcast that goes along with the daily readings, and they're only like five to eight minutes long. And it's just like some commentary and what stands out to her. And she ends it every day with like, and, and he is where the joy is. Right. And so she, she, she says like, what was your God shot for the day? And she just kind of talks like real personally, like, here's what stood out to me in the scripture. And I think just having that voice, like Mm -hmm. encourage me to go remember, like, it's not just getting through the reading. Like he really is where the joy is. He's where the sustenance and life comes from has been really helpful for me this year. So yeah, I've enjoyed that. Yeah, that's great. One of the challenges of the chronological plan is that, you spent a lot of time in the Old Testament, some of the more difficult books. So, what what was your experience like there in the Leviticus? And oh my Numbers? gosh! Yeah, so like reading through the Old Testament chronologically, 
uh, um, there were definitely some moments where I was just like ready to be done with it. But I will say like having read through it that way was probably the most powerful mm-hmm. way I've ever read through the scriptures. It's particularly the Old Testament. By when I got to the end of the Old Testament, I wanted nothing more than to like hear, hear yeah. about Jesus' coming. Yeah. And I think that was really powerful. But yeah, dude, there were days where I'm just like, oh man, I can't handle mm-hmm. another like long text of the the Old Testament. Um, yeah. Just the laws or the 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 way it walks through just recounting the failures over and over and mm-hmm. over again of, of God's people. Like you just start to become exhausted. But at the same time, you're like, yeah, that's why we needed Jesus. Yeah. And it was really powerful. Yeah. That's cool to put yourself in that, that longing for Jesus that, yes. you know, the Israelites experienced for thousands of years. So yeah. surely we can do it for nine months or however long it takes you to, to get to Jesus. Yeah. Let me ask you one more question. What, what's like a ritual that you find helpful? And ri- by ritual, I mean like maybe what is what's something you have to do other than like cracking open your Bible or like, you know, logging yeah. onto your app to uh-huh. like get you engaged with yeah. reading? Yeah, a couple of things. So one is just doing it early in the morning. Um, and I don't even mean like first thing in the morning. Like if it's first thing in the morning at 8 a.m., my mind's already, already going to other yeah. things. And it's almost the earlier, even though I'm more tired, it's almost better because I'm not distracted by um, everything that's going on. I actually love uh, when it's dark early and like I, I would rather be doing it in the dark because I don't have that that sense of urgency that I gotta go to do other things. So I think that's one for me definitely. And then also I usually read a psalm every day to to start off. Um, nice. And yeah, I just think that just the the I'm not a like emotional touchy feely person, but you know, just starting off with the the emotion of the Psalms kind of mm-hmm. helps me get my heart, my mind in the right place to to read, you know, a more didactic or you know a letter of Paul or something like that that might be more heady than the Psalms are. Yeah. So you're like the early morning riser. Do you set an alarm? Do you... I do set an alarm, and I'm not like a super early morning riser, okay. but uh, daylight savings time has helped. So <laughs> this week it's been like 5:45, and now I'm going to try and keep that because daylight savings time helps you keep that. So uh, that's so we'll great. See. I try to fight for that too, but man, there's just days I, I I don't wake up, and then you know you can the doing it on an app for me this year has really helped me stay committed because I can throw my my earbuds in and like if I'm getting ready for the morning brushing my teeth or you know just trying to get odds and ends done before I leave the house I can yeah. still get in some of my reading mm-hmm. it's not as deep and as rich because I'm like you man I want to go sit yeah. out on my back patio when, when the uh, crickets are still chirping and, and take it in but um. as Christians we know we should be reading the Bible and we genuinely want to read God's word but oftentimes we just don't know where to start Or even when we do start, we don't really feel like we're getting anything out of our time in God's Word. And there's no magic bullet that's going to make the scriptures come alive to us every day or get our hearts excited about reading the Bible. But there are some ways that we can grow in this area. So we want to take just a few minutes and and talk about ways that we can grow. First, we're going to look at the Holy Spirit's important but often overlooked role in our Bible reading. And then we'll give some practical tips for reading your Bible each and every day. So let's start with the Holy Spirit. As a church, we're just wrapping up a sermon series called The Holy Spirit, The Forgotten Third Person of the Trinity. 
And I think that when it comes to our Bible reading and seeing actual change in our lives, the Holy Spirit really is oftentimes that forgotten person, the forgotten link. In John 15, 26, Jesus tells us that when the Holy Spirit comes, he's going to bear witness to Jesus. So, one of the primary roles of the Spirit in our lives is to reveal God to us in the person of Jesus Christ and to help us live a life of faithfulness to Him. But what methods does the Holy Spirit use to do this in our lives? Well, the primary method is God's Word. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 says that all Scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So, the Holy Spirit wants to help us know God. He wants to help us follow God, and the Scriptures are the primary method He uses in order to teach us about God and to equip us to live a life of faithful service to Him. I think this is a really important point because I know for me personally, I often forget about the Spirit when it comes to my daily reading. I'm worried about waking up, finding where I left off the day before, and trying my best to focus my heart and my mind on God so that I can get something out of the time. All the while, I'm forgetting that God has given me His Spirit for this exact purpose, to help bring the Scriptures to life in a way that they encourage, strengthen, convict, and teach me. So, I think recognizing the role of the Spirit in our daily Bible reading will go a long way in helping take the pressure off of ourselves and trying to get something out of our reading, and instead to just allow the Spirit of God to do the work that He wants to do. At the same time, though, we we have a role to play. We have to open our Bibles, we have to pick what we're going to read, and we have to respond in faith to God's Word. So, what are some tips that might help us in this effort? The first thing is to make Bible reading a habit. Like any discipline in our lives, if we don't form a discipline into a habit, we're going to stop doing it. So, to make Bible reading a habit, it needs to be something that happens regularly, and for most people, that's going to be the same time each day. Uh, Some people are better at just, you know, reading their Bible throughout the day or doing it whenever they have time, but but for me and for most people, I think it's helpful to have a set time each day in order uh, for that Bible reading habit to stick. For me, that's first thing in the morning, uh, but it doesn't have to be that for you. What is important is that it's a time that you can guard and a time that you can make Bible reading into a habitual part of your day. A second tip is to ask God to reveal himself to you through his spirit as you read. To consciously invite the Holy Spirit into your devotional reading to ask him to do the work that he wants to do in your life. Thirdly, consider using something other than Bible reading to launch into your devotional time. So, this could be something like singing a song, reciting a creed, or praying. Maybe for you, Bible reading is the thing that launches you into the other disciplines. But start out with what you really love doing. If you you love praying or singing but struggle to read, then start with praying or singing or vice versa. Use what naturally helps you connect with God to launch into the other disciplines that might not come as naturally. Fourth, pick a reading plan that works for you. Maybe you're in the small minority who can read their Bibles every day without any plan for what to read next, but for most people, we need a plan. There are many different plans out there that structure reading in various different ways. Some of my favorites are the Discipleship Journal Reading Plan, the Chronological Reading Plan, and the American Bible Society Daily Readings. The Discipleship Journal Bible Reading Plan has four short passages each day, two from the Old Testament and two from the New. 
It also has several days off each month to help you catch up when you miss a day. The chronological plan is just like it sounds. It has several chapters each day and goes through the Bible chronologically. And the last one, the American Bible Society plan, takes a different theme each month and gives about one chapter each day on the specific monthly theme. Instead of picking a year-long plan, it might be helpful for you to just plan one month or one book of the Bible at a time. So maybe you read one chapter from Matthew each day until you finish Matthew, and then read one chapter each day from Genesis and, and just alternate Old and New Testament books. Or you could take a shorter book like Philippians and read the entire book every day for a month. I also find it helpful to read a psalm every day along with my Bible reading plan, and you could do the same thing with the book of Proverbs as well. If you do pick a longer plan and you fall behind, don't worry about catching up. If you can catch up, that's great, but the primary goal isn't to read the Bible in a year or to nail your plans perfectly. The goal is life transformation that comes from God's Word, and that can happen no matter how far behind you are on your plan. A fifth tip is that you may also want to use additional resources along with your Bible reading each day. Some of these resources are commentaries, a study Bible, or devotional podcasts that follow specific reading plans. You might also try listening to an audio version of the Bible in the car or at work. I'd encourage you to try different methods and find what works best for you, but also mix it up. If you've been using one method for a while and, and you don't feel like that's really working anymore, then try something new. We have a lifetime to read God's Word, and the way we do it probably isn't going to look the same year after year. Lastly, make use of other spiritual disciplines that focus on the scriptures. So here I mean things like scripture memorization, meditation on God's word, and deeper study of the Bible. Foundationally, we want to develop a daily habit of reading and hearing from God's word, but there are also ways to go deeper as well. We can memorize God's word, and there are plenty of methods to help with that, from old-fashioned index cards to smartphone apps. We can meditate on God's Word by taking part of our daily reading or a passage that we've memorized and keep it before our mind for lengthy periods of time or at various moments as we go about our day. We can recall this passage and set our mind on it. We can also do a deeper study of God's Word. For most people, deeper study isn't going to be something that we do every day during our devotional reading, but we should strive to work in deeper study at various times and seasons in our life, either through opportunities at our church or on our own. As we close, I want to remind us of two things. First, our goal in daily Bible reading isn't to gain some incredible insight every time we read our Bibles. It's just not going to happen. The goal is daily faithfulness to God and growth in our walk with Him. We want the Bible to help us towards that goal day by day. And second, we're not alone in this task. God has given us His Spirit, the same Spirit that inspired the words of the Bible, in order to bring the Scriptures to life in our hearts and our minds and to help us walk with the Lord day by day. I want to ask you a couple questions, if that's cool. Yep. So, Chase, uh, a couple of things that stood out to me, um, one, one being you talk about habits and making Bible reading a habit. Um, so I was thinking about this story from this last Sunday, and one of the guys on our tech team was talking about, like, logins for the computer. He's asking me for my passwords, and I couldn't remember my passwords, like, as he came and talked to me. I was on the stage. Uh -huh. Like, dude, oh, like I I'm, like, racking my brain. I'm like, I just need to go sit in front of the computer. And as soon as I pulled up the site we were trying to get into, it was like muscle memory. Yeah. Like uh -huh. the password just came out and we just kind of joked a little bit about that. Like, isn't that crazy how muscle memory works? Yeah. 
And I was thinking about that in light of habits and Bible reading, because um, it's not always like, it's, it's not always an emotional experience. It's not always this like profound, even though we have the spirit of God, who's like bringing the scriptures to life. Sometimes mm-hmm. we just don't see that in the moment, but what, so like, just yeah. speak on that, like ha- habits, like what, what are the benefits of making Bible reading a habit? Even if you're not really getting anything out right. of it seemingly that yeah. way, you know? Yeah. I think that's a good point. I, um, so Bible reading has been a habit for me for, you know, 10 years now. And most mornings I don't leave with some incredible insight. Like I feel, I feel, you know, like I connected with God and prayed and read his word, but, but I don't feel like some incredible transformation has taken place. But it's been my experience that when we go on vacation and maybe I don't read my Bible every day, or when we lived in North Carolina, we'd, we'd come to Oklahoma for three or four weeks at a time. And it was harder to have that daily, um, habit of Bible reading that I I wouldn't feel that connection with the Lord throughout the day. And it's kind of weird because it's like, well, I didn't really feel like I gained that in my Bible reading time, but now when the Bible reading time is gone, the connection is gone. And so, uh, it's just, yeah, I think that just speaks to the importance of like, God is doing something in that habitual reading and prayer, even when we don't feel like some incredible insight was gained or we really got a ton out of it each morning. Yeah, and it's so good. The, the other thing that I was thinking about, too, is, is you talked about other disciplines, um, and we're talking about habits and disciplines and how do you work these things into the Christian life. Um, I was actually a part of a project years ago that started really out of an acknowledgement that we were just terrible at memorizing scripture. And so we started putting scripture to song um, and writing songs that we could try to just internalize scripture mm-hmm. and remember these things. And so um, uh, that project's been around for like 10 years now. And and not to talk about the project, but to talk about the memorization and, the, and kind of that muscle memory and that habit yeah. that has shaped from that. Um, it's really profound. I'll come across passages of scripture that I have committed to memory because of these songs. Yeah. And it's like the spirit breathes on them in those moments. And what I mean by that is like the, it's like the words penetrate into like this place in my heart. I don't even know how to explain yeah. that. I know it's like weird stuff to talk about, but it's like those passages just come to life in a mm-hmm. way that I can't explain any yeah. other way, except to say that, they're ingrained in me. Mm-hmm. Like I know the melody of that. I've, yeah. I've, mm-hmm. I know those words they are familiar. They're a part of me. And so I think there's something to say about like the long haul of scripture memorization mm-hmm. and the long haul of reading the, the Bible that is doing something in us. Like you mentioned day by day, you know, like the spirits growing yeah. in us something we might not always see it, you know, it's mm-hmm. like you stare at a tomato and you can't see it growing that day. But like, you know, and yeah, it's several weeks you're going to have like a nice red, yeah tomato to bite into and so Mm -hmm. um, I've experienced that with memorization and just Bible reading and so I appreciate that Equipped is produced by Redemption Church in Edmond, Oklahoma if you're listening and looking for more ways to be equipped in the faith we'd love for you to join us for our Sunday worship gatherings at Cheyenne Middle School we gather there each week at 10.30am to grow as followers of Christ all are welcome The only requirement is to come as you are. You can also join us by watching online at redemptionokc.com. Till next time, may the light of Christ shine on you.